This episode is brought to you by Apish, premium cannabis brand. Follow them on Instagram at apish underscore OG. Website www.apish.com. Let's go apeshit. Episode 115, and that is correct. I am The Rock, and I am cooking something. <laughs> and do you smell it? Actually, I do. You always... Guys, you, you guys know that voice. You know that sexy ass, unleash your sexiness voice. Deanne motherfucking Munoz is in the building. Novel's not here today. Um, you, guys, you guys know that Novel is a, um, a traveling tattoo artist. So he's not here. So some days he's not here when I have a special guest. Not a guest, but more of a host. A guest host. It's not an interview or anything like that. I got back from EDC. Everybody said, why are you going to EDC? <laughs> Literally. That is, that is not your thing. It's not your cup of tea. You're like the only cholo there, I guarantee. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> I was definitely the only cholo there. And I felt like. This time, it wasn't like that gay bar I went to where none of the guys wanted me and didn't buy me a drink because they were straight sis. They were straight sis. But this time, like, they wanted me. Let me tell you that right now. Like, they want, they wanted me. I never, and the only reason why I went is, um, shout out to my cousin Albert in Denver. He got me some EDC tickets for um, three-day pass. He got me three-day stay at the Aria. So all I had to do was, um, all I had to do was show up. That sounds fun. I showed up. As soon as I got there, I told myself, how long do I need to stay here with, without my cousin getting mad for me leaving early? Uh, I already right, right, I, I already had the thing. Um, I, I already said, okay, I, I don't want to be here. I don't. You know, and I and I really try to like open up, not like that, but I try to like okay, like open minded. Yeah, so I I did dance a little bit. I I can't shuffle. I try to shuffle. It looked like the Running Man. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Wait, I think for our age, the shuffle is the Running Man. It is a Running Man, yeah, right? It is. One hundred percent. It's the fucking Running Man. It's the Running Man. No matter what man. they say. Yeah. See, like I could do Running Man and the Roger Rabbits. <laughs> Me too. So oh, so that's Rabbit. like shuffling backwards. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm the dance champion once again. But so I walk in, I never been to, obviously, I never been to like a pride event, like a pride week, a pride parade. Oh, you never have ever? No. I, oh, I mean, man, I've gone to them, the probably, ooh, since Jasmine was a little girl, we used to take her. Okay. We used to have a carnival there. So we've yeah. been going over 15 years. I've never been, I've seen videos from my friends, they post, I've never been to one. I could only imagine this is what it's like. It's, I, I mean, I don't know the exact facts and stats of this. I'm going to just throw it out there what I've seen. Yeah. 80% of people that were, were, were gay. Yeah. And they're, they're having a great time. Mm -hmm. Guys in G-strings and thongs, girls just, it was just, it was like, okay. Like. But there's also, all the girls were basically naked. Amazing. Come on, you weren't peeping out the side of your eyes. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, <laughs> come on. Titties here, titty there. It was pretty much. Little booties, big booties, small booties, fat booties, jiggly juke booties. And shout out to the girl. And um, I went with my chick and 
it's such a cool event. Like, I mean, I, it wasn't for me, but as far as um, body positive shit. Oh, Girls were yeah. just like, you know, like, they weren't, I, I'll say they weren't, they don't go to the gym, let's say. Yeah. But they're still rocking their G-strings. Or, and I go good for and I, I go good for them. Like, yeah. fuck yeah, like, rock that shit. Like, and you know, before I'd be like, oh, why she like, why she wearing that? Like, But you know, I go, fuck it, that's dope. That she just, you know, confident with her yeah. body. So I thought that was cool. All I mean, of a sudden. Oliver, uh, you know Oliver what? Sutton. Sorry, you know what? Well, well fuck that, bitches. Then if, if, if that's kind of attitude you want me to have, like I'm trying to be cool here, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're one of those people where, like, when you change, oh, all of a sudden, like, I thought you didn't like black people. Well, I do now. Is it cool? Right. I, I thought you were homophobic. Right. Why well, I love gay people now? Is it cool? Like people, oh, throwing your face. They go, motherfucker, we could change. Yes. So I was very proud of myself that, like, I'm really proud. Like of I wasn't. You. It was just cool. It just wasn't my, you know, that music's cool for like a couple songs i yeah. can't do all night and i get it i get why motherfuckers do molly and ecstasy there yeah because you need to stay all night six in the morning <laughs> i was in bed by 12 let me tell you yeah i believe it i was in bed by 12 and i told my chick i go hey i mean you want to leave she'll yes <laughs> like yes <laughs> it's like and i didn't tell nobody bye and i just fucking snuck, snuck out. out i got a bacon wrap hot dog and i uber it was yeah so it wasn't my thing, but I, I could only, I get why a young crowd like, loves it. I get it. Like, I, it's just a, it's a good vibe. Right. It's like, a, it's like, I would imagine it's the, it's a new Woodstock. Oh, oh, just because everyone's there with positive energy. Positive love. Not like at a nightclub where people get drunk and want to fight Hating. each other. Yeah, I, I, I can't even <laughs> imagine anybody fighting there. Yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine. It's just a love thing. Like right. people are just so in love with life. I feel like more people are into the universe there than God. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Oh, for sure. Well, I think a lot of it is people are mushrooms, right? Which mushrooms is about connecting to just like your higher version of yourself. Yes. Everybody's stoned. Everyone's on Molly. Everybody is on a drug that induces feelings of serotonin and dopamine. Yes. Versus people really aren't there drinking. What does dopamine? Dopamine and endorphins is what's released in your brain. Um, that gives people the feeling of happiness. Okay. So that's so, amazing then. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, at our clubs, people are just drunken on meth and coke. And, and the, so cocaine does the opposite. It depletes you. Of That's why people who get coked out a lot, they tend to be really snappy. Um, alcohol mm -hmm. tends, alcohol will, will temporarily give you endorphins or dopamine, but too much alcohol, then it starts depleting it again. Which causes people to be angry when they're when they're when they're drinking, which tends like what's our, at nightclubs. There's always fights at the end of the night. Always, mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like um, there was nobody making it rain there. Like, <laughs> I love you, Sparky. Like, there was no standing on tables. There was there's no like guns, was, money guns. <laughs> it wasn't a pissing contest. Like everybody's like you know admire each other's outfits. Right. It was just like oh, a, yeah, it's very like one love. It, yeah. You know, and it was, and um, like. Like, I get it. That's fucking, I thought it was dope. You yeah. know, if you go, like, to, like, a, a powerhouse or, like, a, a Bobby D event, like, there'll be some motherfucking oh, fights there. You know, so this is definitely something. I mean, I wouldn't go again. I doubt right. it. I mean, I'm not going to say never. Maybe if I go, if I only, I'll go one night, maybe, depending. I, I'm, right. I'm not, I'm not going to say never, but I'm just, um, I'm just old. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say it. But, but you're right, because I feel like in our 20s, like, when I was, like, oh, I'll fuck it 21, up in 20s. 22, 23, like, I could literally be up, like, like overnight with my friends who they drink, but I didn't even drink. I just yeah. have soda all night. 
Like, there was so much energy back then that it was like, oh, let's go here because yeah. you're so fucking energetic. Like, what better place to go and just be silly and, like, dance the whole night with your friends? Yeah, it, it was um, it was definitely a cool atmosphere. I um, I don't want to say I enjoyed it because it's almost claustrophobic yeah. where when you when you can't walk, oh. like, and the thing is you're walking to the bathroom, wherever, and you're waiting for, like, the opening so you just walk normal. There's no opening. There's no Wi-Fi, there's no surf. So if you lose your friend there, you lose your fucking friend there. It's funny because um, Bunny was there. <laughs> yes. And we're supposed to meet up with Bunny. But once you, if you don't plan ahead of time where to meet at a certain time, you're not going to find it. And I, I seen a lot of my friends that were there. I go, oh, man, I wish we would have, like, you know, talked to each yeah. other before because we could have chilled or something. But it, that, it just. Physically impossible. If you're over 40, guys, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't unless you have some nice New Balance shoes on or some shit. But it's definitely, but but I, it's funny because how you say you get you get those ecstasy, those Molly, those drugs that make you horny. Mm-hmm. I would say like a lame term, it makes you horny. Right. And everybody's there is wearing like a thong and g-string, so it's definitely the right place to do those kind of drugs. Right. And it's so it's like a tight fit where you could rub your your dick on somebody <laughs> and say excuse and say excuse me. I'm sorry. P- pardon me. <laughs> boom boom. <laughs> But you know what, you are, I mean, it is kind of true because I felt like the times when I was in my 20s and I did ecstasy, I made out with people that I would never in a million fucking years ever touch with like, no matter how much you paid me. But when you're on this pill, you really are like, oh, just come here, I'll kiss you. I don't care what you look like. I seen people like that at just clubs and they're just like really touchy, like really touchy. And it's, um, Mm -hmm. I think, um, a guy could turn gay from that, huh? At least for the night. Um, oh, God. No, because all the guys that I did ecstasy with, they never once hooked up with each other. Oh, me and my friend, my friend is different because he, <laughs> he he had a uh, a dick in his butthole. Oh, in the night. He, ah! not, not the weekend, but some guy I know. No, he's probably, he's probably just bisexual. He that's likes what men. it is, huh? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. And maybe he just feels safe enough to let loose when it, he is on it. You know, because he's probably not judging himself. That He's just like... Oh, there's no judgment right now. I'm feeling great, and I'm gonna go for it. Well, I feel like like meth. I think drugs they 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 can turn somebody out as far as being gay. I feel like there's some drugs that they crystal meth. I've stuck my fingers in a lot of booties that would have never let me if they weren't on crystal meth. That's what I mean. I feel like something about <laughs> it makes some you. Some people who do some people will smoke meth and leave their children. So I guess booty yeah, holes, true. Your kids. She's talking about her mom. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of that, not of your mom, but as far as masculinity, um, right. feminist and all that, um, finger in the butt, that's, uh, I don't feel like that's a masculine thing to do. But we got an amazing, and that's by Deanne Munoz, who has an amazing podcast. Those of you that don't know about her, is Deanne Munoz. Her history is amazing. Um, she's been through a lot of things. Definitely. And um, she's a strong woman. Handles her own shit, very independent. But she doesn't hate men. I love men. And when I get to the whole conversation, wrap this commercial break. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we do have Deanne Munoz in the studio. And I, I, I got it for that typical reason. Um, when, when I hear the word feminist, I think of an angry person, a hateful person, uh, almost like a liberal person. 
where they, they just, when I hear feminist, I think of a woman that hates men. Mm-hmm. I think of affirmative action. Right. And there's different things with affirmative action. Um, but you're all that. I mean, you're a strong woman and everything. Um, would you consider yourself a feminist? It's interesting because on the way here, we were looking up the exact definition of what a feminist is. <clears throat> and the definition said about um, that women and men should have equal rights. And I was like, that was a really simple explanation. And I thought, do I agree with that? Yes, I agree with that. And but it was interesting. It was like, here's a 10. If you fill these 10 things, like you are a feminist. So it asked a whole bunch of questions. Um, like as interesting as I would you take your husband's last name? Which is interesting because during my marriage, I did not take his last name. I wanted my last name. But I'll begin, hold on. So it's interesting because all 10 of them, I was like, I was yes to nine out of the 10, but it was interesting because I, it was when I was, but these at, at some point in our life is I would have taken his last name, but there was so much trauma from our marriage. I didn't see the marriage going on. So like my, in the future or any other man, I would completely take their last name. And I, and, and if you ask like me, like a few years ago, as far as the, the, a woman taking a man's last name, I'll say you have to like yeah, that's definitely. the way it is but that's me being traditional old school shit right um i look at people like my my mom i look at people like my sister um my my little um cousins all these girls college graduates degrees right. master degree and they earn their shit so i don't see why even, even my aunt like i don't see i think their last name should be on the degree if you're a doctor, like you earned that doctor degree, Correct. it should be your last name, not Correct. your husband's last name. Your husband's last name didn't didn't earn that title. Correct. So when I see, and I have a lot of strong women in my family, yes, so right. it makes me think like, no, like, no, like if you want to keep that that last name, right? I have no problem with it because right. like like you, that's you, that's who you, you know. But my last name needs to be on there, you know, with the hospital um, process, whatever it is, right. um, it, it needs to be on there, like for sure. But I, I don't see a problem with a girl keeping her last name, especially if they did a lot of shit with that last name, you know? And Right, like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, she's going to keep her last name. You know? Like, but that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, just a lot, of, a, a lot of girls. But that's a brand. Oh, there we go. A brand. Okay. If it's her brand. But aren't we all branding ourselves in some way? Correct. Yeah. Like, no, like we're branding, like even like, I know I'm doing this shit. This is my life. I got my, my doctor degree or whatever. I mean, not me personally, but right. I'm saying people like that's your brand. That's your image. Mm-hmm. So why not fuck with it? Like right. this, this guy but on the flip, on the uh-huh. flip side of that, like for, for someone like me, like I, I like my, I, well, I'm not going to get into the last name thing, but I love my husband. And when I said I do and made a commitment to him, it was like, okay, we kind of became one. And I don't, I look at it as kind of like a transition from, okay, I have my single life and now I'm married. And I don't, to me, it doesn't take away, like if I was to get my doctorate or whatever, because that is my new name. That is my, that is my last name and I'm proud of it. So I guess I can see both sides of it. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a right or wrong. The thing, um, and you brought up a good point, Bubs, is, is your kids are going to have like, the man's last name because you're married. Right. So a lot of women go, no, well, I want the same last name as my kids. Right. So I, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, you know, there, there's, I don't think there's a, 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 a wrong in this. Like, yeah, the, the, I think there's, yeah, there's just different belief systems, different perspectives, and what I would, what I always say is, what feels true to you? 
So if to maybe one woman, it's like a deep fuck yes. Like I want my name on the diploma for the doctor, even though I'm married. Yeah. And I'm always going to be your last name. If that feels true to her, we respect that. And if someone else right. says, no, I want to put my husband in, that feels like a true fuck yes in my system, then do it. Like every decision should be off of what personally feels like a deep fuck yes. This feels Is that safe. a conversation you would have with your, your boyfriend before you get married? Because what do you fall in love? Like what if I get married to my chick one day and she goes, well, I want to keep my last name Cause, because my kids have that last name. And I've dated somebody like that for, for a little bit. And she was divorced, but she still had her ex-husband's last name. She goes, well, that's my kid's last name, so I don't want to change it. I go, well, that's your ex-husband. So that's kind of weird. Like, right. you, to like me, that would that was, me. that was different. So it, 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 that was never going to work out. But maybe if it was her maiden name, then okay, maybe that's a little bit different. But because that was her ex-husband's last name, I go, no, no, no. That's not, that's not going to fucking fly with me. Yeah, we've had that conversation yeah, already. Yeah, to me that's weird. Yeah. For, yeah. Is, is, mas is masculinity in America, oh. uh, is it... Is it um, fading away? I want to say that when when, we, when we're speaking of, let's get to the distinction of masculinity of versus course. femininity. Masculinity, there's the divine masculine, and then there's toxic masculinity. And when women, these feminists, and they're outraged toward men, it's the toxic masculinity that is causing the, the feminists to just become these angry feminine women. So... I feel personally living in Los Angeles, and I've said this a million times, like there's just no more old school opening doors for women. There's no more, you know, paying the tab. There's no more, um, let me protect you. Let me make sure you're okay. You know, just that that whole protect, like, like, like the caveman days. Hear me, man. Yeah. I go get dinner, you know? And then she's like, oh, let me cook it. You know, like, like I'm protector. I like I got your back under the like, like, like he will protect to kill. I feel like that is missing a lot in the roles that masculines are nowadays, where there's more of like baby me and and like cuddle me and you know oh you're gonna take care of everything financially then go ahead because you're a woman now yeah as opposed, like when I say yeah. chivalry is dead correct but do you think chivalry is dead because of women made it that way. As far as, you know, a lot of girls say, you know, the whole equal rights, which I get, of course. Um, a lot of girls want the equal rights. And uh, and we, when we look at Instagram, we see these females posting. It's funny because I feel like girls only do on social media, like, get it, girl. You're a queen. You're a lioness. You're yes. this. You're, it's fucking bullshit on Instagram. Because all these girls <laughs> are low-key hating. But do you feel like the way girls are for, like, I'm a, like, like I, am the, I am a bad bitch. I'm a strong woman. I'm a, I don't need a man type of shit. So do you feel like... They created this this um, non shivery thing now. Honestly, I'm gonna say no because everyone has a choice who they want to be. I feel like mm -hmm. what has happened is women now are no longer staying in the Betty homemaker. My husband cheats on me. He beats me. Treats me like shit. Yeah. And I'm just gonna stay home, you know, with no job. And I, because now she's kind of in a helpless situation. I feel those women now are having a deeper self-love that they've never had before. But there's also women, of course, that are very toxic femininity who, because of trauma with men in their life, fuck men, fuck you, you know, you're going to bow down to me. I'm going to pay the bills. You're never yeah. going to control me. And that is a toxic femininity. That comes from trauma. And trauma is where they're operating out of. 
So they're going to attract men who probably had domineering moms. Okay. And they were like, oh, they're men that were like, okay, well, I don't, my mom, she's a boss and she's going to scream at me and she's going to yell at me. So he's going to meet a woman like that. So then when he meets a woman who is feminine, who wants to be protected and taken care of, he's just like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I never met a woman like you. And I think those days are kind of over too. Like, it's weird. I feel like financial reasons, it's hard to be like, not shivery. I mean, manners are manners. Correct. But as far as only the man working in a girl staying home, I mean, that's only for drug dealers these days. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, like, you need two incomes and not even yeah. more than two incomes to live at least where we are. I know, a lot, I know a lot of people are listening all over, but as far as California-wise, yeah. like, Los no. Los Angeles, especially. Yes, you need more than two incomes. Two incomes. You only need three, like a side chick to pitch in two or some <laughs> shit. Side chick. Like, you need somebody to fucking pitch in. Her sugar daddy, somebody. So, it, it's definitely different and I did I did do episode on that as far as girls like, girls that don't work or Betty Crocker stay home uh -huh. moms, Um, they're almost prisoner to their men because if they, if they, if, something, if the man cheats, like, okay, he cheated, where are you going to go though? No, where, yeah. Where are you going to go? But as far as the feminist, yeah, like I said, I think of an angry woman and that does come from trauma maybe like, 100% But I feel like you've been through a lot of trauma. Like, you know, the worst shit happened yeah. to you as far as you said it before. So I hope you don't mind me saying it again. But you, 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 you have been raped before. Yeah. And raped, like, you don't molested. hate me. I've been in a, I was in a marriage where I never worked and I was literally in, stuck in this abusive relationship for so long yes. and tolerated it because I didn't have any income. I didn't have a job, never worked a day in my life. I had nowhere to go. And I was accustomed to a certain lifestyle that he was giving me. And then with the feminist thing, um, it, it always goes back to affirmative action. Um, I'm for it. I get it. But if, 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 if we look at um, like women's sport, like WNBA and the U.S. soccer team for right. women, they want the same pay as men. Right. Which to me, that makes no sense because you're not drawing the same attendance or the, the, the selling um, tickets and jerseys as men are. Because it is business. So why should WNBA girls get even close to what the men are getting? Like nobody's showing up to your fucking games. So that's mm. that's a silly affirmative action. Maybe, okay, well, well, maybe that maybe they're not even being seen or heard because there is no value put on them. There's not. But there's no marketing. There's no promotions, which all that requires money. Yeah. And I feel if you, I feel like they were to say, we just signed our first M. What's a women's basketball league? Not NBA. WNBA. WNBA. Yes. Let's just say they say we just um, signed our first ever woman who's getting paid. Let's just say ten million a year. Yeah. You don't think every game, all of a sudden, people are going to start watching? Yeah, but who's that, gonna, who's who, this woman that just who's got offered paying? Him? The thing is. Who's paying that ten million dollars salary to her because the fans ain't fans ain't showing up to the games. So a uh, uh, business wise, it wouldn't make sense to pay somebody that much money because now they're gonna lose money. I and they do promote WNBA. I feel like they shove it down our throat. Like anytime really? you, I've never ever seen anytime any you watch promo. basketball, they're letting you like and WNBA commercials, WNBA commercials. And like, and just so you guys have numbers, the NBA rakes in more than eight billion in revenue, geez. and the WNBA only creates about 60 million that's in revenue big, per year. And that's, that's what I'm a saying. huge so, fucking gap. So why should they get like the same as, as these men? It just, it makes no sense. And right. But I think it's different when you're talking about sports, but like when you're talking about like male nurses and female yeah, nurses doctors. or doctors, like that's something where it's like, come on, like you're not going to fucking pay people or like lawyers or you're not going to yeah. pay people the same. Yeah. But what about uh, 
women firefighters. I think they're only 3% of the fire department. I don't feel comfortable. I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to get f- fucking hated on this I one. I know. I was like, I'm like, that's already racist, period. They don't even, they don't even hire women, Well, period. they shouldn't. <laughs> Why not? Because... I don't feel like a woman. Okay, let's okay. let's be honest. Let's, okay. let's keep it a hundred percent right now. Um, your daughter Jasmine. Okay, she's on. Um, you know, you had a penthouse in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. There's a fire, elevators broken. Are you gonna want a woman? And she's passed out from the smoke. Right. Are you gonna want a man firefighter climbing those stairs, getting your daughter, taking her downstairs? Are you go? Oh, there's a woman. She got it. What do you feel more comfortable with? Let's be honest right now. You were going to think about that, Dion. That That's a good point. I just seem like, that I mean, I don't point. know the whole thing, but I think maybe, if, a, if a woman, yeah. if a woman could pass a training, I get it. But let's not, from what I heard, and I could be wrong. I, I heard the women, they don't have to pass the same test as a man. I could be wrong on that. Okay. I don't think we should lower the standards for just for, for affirmative action. I don't think we should lower the well, standards. On the flip side of that, as a fucking fat as shit person, if I'm in a house and I'm fucking stuck in a fire, I don't care who the fuck gets me out. Just get my big ass out. So you so you think a girl is gonna lift you up, Bubs, and take you downstairs? Or a man? Listen, or a if man. it's fucking the tr- if it's the trunch bowl, the trunch bowl could fucking pick me up and take me out. Bubs, but okay, yeah. Did, I don't care if it's a man or a woman or a dog or an alligator. Get okay. me the fuck out the house. You're being silly right now because <laughs> I mean, no, I'm that's being funny. Serious. That's funny. And a matter of fact, because I, I know you're making a big joke of this, so I'll give you a little laughter if you want. But being real, we're no. being realistically right now, and you're gonna feel more comfortable a girl lifting you up, taking you downstairs than a man. Come on, Bubs. Be honest. No, I'm not. When you're in a when you're in a life or death so you think there's a girl you think there's a girl like out somebody, there you think a girl is gonna pick you up realistically yes no that's what but I'm that, saying that's, when you're, that's what I'm saying that's what that's exactly what I'm okay, saying okay flip side of, let's say let's say you have a daughter and she all her all she wants in life is to be a firefighter so she goes she gets a, she becomes a firefighter and then she's getting paid fourteen thousand three hundred dollars less a year than a man you think that you wouldn't be pissed at that. I wouldn't want my daughter being a firefighter, but if she did it on her own, I'm going to tell her, well, that's the way it is, Miha. Like, like, you don't have the same athletic abilities as men as far as being stronger. At the end of the day, you could argue if you want, men are stronger than women. That's just how it is. I mean, I, know, I think I, that I, men I, are stronger. I, 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 know, I know there's there's some girls that are stronger than some men. I get, I get that whole thing. But at the end of the day, we were built stronger than, than women. It, it, it is I think, what it is. I think, I think strength-wise, like, as far as, like, picking up shit and, like, maybe, like, bone density or whatever, yes, I think men are stronger. But when it comes to, like, mental strength, when it comes to, like, when you talk about, like, giving birth and shit like that, I think women are way stronger when it comes to shit like that. I agree with you. And I think, when like, when I'm sick, I'm the biggest baby there is. I'm a super baby. <laughs> right. And, like, my mom or somebody was sick and they, handle, they still handle their business. So as far as mentally, like... Somewhat, I'll give it to women. Like, right. and I think women's gotta be mentally strong because the shit they have to go through with men, even shit that I'm saying right now, they they they, they heard all the shit already about right. being a woman, and I think we are getting better as far as equal rights. It's not there yet, obviously, but I don't think, I think in some fields it's not made for women. Like as far as that, like I, I just mean, don't I think do, it is. I do, I do hear that a hundred percent. Because like, let's say I'm a firefighter, right? And I have to go into a building. And let's just say, like, upstairs is a 350-pound man. Yeah. 
Can I pull him down? Yeah. I mean, I'd probably have to drag him by his arms or something. Even then, I'd be struggling versus, you know, somebody uh, like a firefighter man who's maybe, what, 200 pounds of muscle going yeah. up there and being able to pull him down. Yeah, there probably is some physical, in the physical ways, there is a difference of a man being able to. And even with the, um, as far as police-wise, and I did my homework in, uh, a, a girl could patrol her own car and she doesn't need a partner. I I, I, call, I call some cop friends to go, nah, there's some girls out there who could do it. But I feel like with that being said, like, it'll be harder for a woman to take down a big man, you know, to take mm -hmm. him down, just realistically. So I think a woman will be, so, will, will be quicker to put a deadly weapon Hell yeah. So, and, and that's not safe. Get down your motherfucking knees, and motherfucker. That, well, yeah, I think about like, <laughs> well, think about like your sister. Like I think about somebody like your sister, who's a, a tinier individual going against somebody like, you know, the guy from the black, the black mile, the green mile, or, you know. Oh yeah, that motherfucker. He, well, he'll, Debo, he'll, he'll fuck like, anybody What is he going to do? <laughs> yeah, he'll, well, I mean, he, well oh, he clearly, but you know what I mean? His... Right, he's come out. But I'm just saying, I, I mean, they'll be quicker to pull out a deadly weapon. You no, know, and I, I, that's the first thing I would do. And what's the I gonna, wouldn't even try to fight. Yeah, I mean, it'll be silly to get yeah. close to him because you have your, your gun on you. He could take it from you. Right. I just feel like girls should have a partner. As far as, I don't. I think they should still be police officers, of course. I know yeah. some amazing girl cops. I think it'll be easier for them to have a partner, though. Well, I'm, I just feel, period, any police officer, this should always be a partner. Because even one for man, sure. I feel still yes. one, I still feel one man as a police officer trying to fight somebody with on PCP. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's going to take more. He should. Oh, yeah. He should, there should always be backup, period. You don't ever know who's in the house shooting, you know, looking at what's going on. Like, I feel like just one cop alone with one person. It's like it's like a street fight. Like, because cops, cause we have some big old cop men that are old, out of shape. They cannot run down the street. You know, even them trying to fight like a normal young little like, you know, rascal guy. I think it's gonna. that's why a lot of times they get away. Because I feel like these also too like there's this but how what's the oldest that cops are I think there's like some cops that are like 50, 60 years old still serving yeah that can't even run down mm -hmm. the street without gasping for air there definitely there should be some kind of like you should get like tested once a year I don't know what the no the I think thing monthly is. they should be having these motherfuckers at the gym like if you're supposed to be saving my life and you're getting paid for this like they should be having like a criteria of how far they could be able to run. How much they could lift, how much they could squat, even their shooting capabilities. Everything should be done monthly. We'll be right back. One more commercial. Well, this episode <laughs> is brought to you by My New York Pizza. MYNY Pizza, located in Fontana, California, off of Foothill. Notorious for their 14 inch slice. Live by the slice, die by the slice, have a slice day. We are back. We are back. We're going to get more into masculinity and feminists. But right now, buzz with the news. So in the news and media since about 2017, we have been in what outlets are calling a masculinity crisis. And for those of you who are a little bit confused on well, what is masculinity? So if you look at the definition, um, good old Google. Um, so masculinity is the social expectations of being a man. The term masculinity refers to the roles, behaviors, and attributes that are considered appropriate for boys and men in a given society. Masculinity is constructed and defined socially, historically, and politically rather than being biologically driven. 
So what some conservatives see as an attack on masculinity is just the growing pains of a changing society. And so with that, I have some questions that I want to ask our guest, well, our co-host and Rocky. So when it comes to masculinity, I want you guys just answer like yes or no if you think if you are for this, like if you think that this is okay as far as being masculine or what your opinion is. So what do you think about men wearing dresses? Um, I guess I'll start because <laughs> I've seen Deanne's face and she went really blank right now. Um, you don't have to be politically correct on here, Deanne. No, no, I didn't even, I, I've never even thought about it. Like you just, I, I, I just little picturing a man wearing a dress and I was just like, well, I've never in my life, you know, like I've never in my life even The first thing that pops that. in my head is gay. I'm not saying anything. Well, I'm here's not the thing. I don't way. want you to, when I when I'm when I'm saying these things, I don't oh. want you to think of any homosexuals. I want you to think of straight men. A straight men wearing a dress. There's yeah. no, like there, Harry Styles there's no such in thing. 2021. Harry Styles did it. And then also 30 years ago, Kurt Cobain did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes me uncomfortable. Don't like it. I would I would never want to date a man ever that were that wanted to wear a dress. I would Down never a date a man wearing a dress ever. either. Yeah. Makes two, <laughs> <laughs> makes two okay, of us. what about Okay, what about men wearing nail polish? I don't care. It's, it's gothic. Um, I think if it's black and maybe he has like fungus on his toenails and he wants to put like black toenail to cover it up, <laughs> I'm for it. But no, 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 no fucking dress, no fucking nail polish. That's weird to me as a woman. Yeah. Personally. And I'm, I, I, and I agree. I'm the same way. No, ma'am. Okay. And what do you, what do you think about younger kids, like boys playing with girl toys? Um, at the end of the day, I think every guy growing up played with Barbies yeah. a little bit. I think if you, I think if you say no, then you're full of shit. Like I play with my my, my little sister's Barbies. Yeah. So I, what if you what if you take your son to Disneyland and he's like, no, I want to wear, I want to get the princess dress and I want to dress up as Sleeping Beauty. No, no. it's not gonna no, yeah, no, not it's not gonna happen. <laughs> and, and, and okay. I know, and, when, when he's eighteen, go do your thing, buy your own fucking dress. <laughs> like, and I get and I, and I know. <laughs> I get it too because I have so many friends that are binaries. Yeah, what is At, binary? Binary is you were you non-binary that they were born um, a female, but they don't consider themselves a female or a male. Like there's no gender. Yeah, so even though that they were born a certain gender, they don't want to be labeled as. They call them they and them. And I have friends that are yeah. And I have friends that are, and I have friends that are like that. But honestly, like if I have a little boy and you're you're a little boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you as a little boy. And yes. at some point in right his, as he's in his adolescence or in high school, if it doesn't align with him, and then he chooses, you know, after being a boy, yeah. it doesn't resonate with him later on in life. Whatever he chooses, I'm gonna respect that. And the thing is, like, let's say my son was gay growing right. up, you know, or whatever. I'm going to do my best to, I don't know if you can not make somebody gay or wear dresses, but I think it's, it. the world's really so hard to live being straight, being gay. Right. It's, it's just a harder world to live in. Right. So I don't want my son living a harder life than he should. And that's what I mean where I don't want my son to be gay. Just, it's so, it's so hard. Society's hard as it is. Being gay, mm -hmm. it's just more on the plate. It just... It's just heavier to carry. Well, I mean, at the end of the and day, I'm, we always want the best for our children, you know, but they're, they're right. going to be whoever the fuck they want to be. You know, like I could be like, I don't want my kid having sex at 14, but they're going to do it anyways. You know, yeah. like all we could do is literally be like, okay, instill integrity, values, morals, good heart, good soul. And then from there, honestly, 
Like we know, like God's going to take them through their own tribulations, yeah. through their own hardships. And there's not that when we have no part of that. That's where we literally have and to I'm let go. I'm definitely one where I'm a lot more conservative and buttoned up when it comes to that. Like, I'm like, no, like, pink is for girls, blue is for boys, boys play with boy toys. Girls. Like, I'm more like that. But then I think about people like, you know, um, Dave Navarro or Johnny Depp even, who, you know, they rock, uh, I feel like, more of a feminine side, and it fits them for some reason. You know what I mean? I like, it's it almost, like, attractive them. in a way. I think it fits them because they are Johnny Depp. Like, the, I, I think they're a regular, right. a That's regular guy. That's their brand. Yeah, branding. I think yes. they could get away with it because they are who they fucking are. Like, who's that other guy that's married? Uh, not Dita Von Teese. Novel the same. Dita Von Teese, what's that? Um... <laughs> Marilyn Manson? Uh, Marilyn Manson. Do you know what I mean? Like... I feel like that's, that's a damn brand. demon girl. I feel like that's his branding, you know, versus like somebody on the street trying to like who that's not who they are. You know, like he's already branded himself. Speaking of being abusive. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, is he abusive? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Oh, my God. You have to watch the documentary called Rising Phoenix. I believe it's all about his um, his ex-girlfriend, Rachel. I can't remember her last name, but the girl from 13 um, and how he literally in one of his videos his music videos, it's still out. You can look it up. He actually raped her during the music video and wow. did anything to stop it. Wow. What do you think about oh. girls accusing men of rape when they didn't do it and they don't go to jail for that? I think they're fucking pieces of shit and karma is going to come back to them 10 times I don't better. want karma. I want jail. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but I don't even think there's no way to prove it. Unless it can be proven. Like if we go back to... I, I agree with you. I think they should go to jail. If, if you it, can prove that a girl lied about yeah. somebody raping well, them... Well, like the, the, the Dodger pitcher, Bauer, and he's been suspended for basically yeah. two years already, two seasons, or, and he's a really good pitcher. Some girl accused him of hitting her and so on and so on. He was proven in it. There's, there's no evidence. So the um, they pretty much dropped the, dropped the whole trial. and But now the Dodgers and MLB are still suspending him because his image is tarnished. tarnished. And I think that's not right. I think like if if like he should sue her. I mean, she should go to jail because that's a, like I, I feel like if a man is accused of rape, and they're innocent, no matter what behind people and back of people's head minds, you know they're thinking, oh, did he really rape her? Like their whole image is fucked. Getting a job, I, right. everything. I think that's a really really hard one because I think in situations where a lot of times they, it is really been rape, and maybe there is no evidence. Why should that? So I think that's just a hard thing for me to personally grasp because I've been raped, and the odd times, like maybe the, I mean I, I didn't. I'm not gonna speak up about it, but if, if like I always thought, what if I did? The, how the fuck would I have proved it? Did you press charges? No, nothing. I just you didn't even to myself nothing. Why? Like I mean, I, I can only imagine why you didn't. But why didn't you? Um, I it, it it's like you it's like disassociation. Like I wanted to pretend it never happened. <laughs> And I think a lot of girls probably do that. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. For, the, the, yeah. The norm of women who they don't come forward until after like a year. I think it is the stat on that. Because like you said, they disassociate. They try to make excuses as to why it happened in their head. And then it's mostly a year later that they come forward. I know in my experience, I was actually, I was raped and it was by somebody who I thought was my friend. And so I was like, well, wait, was this rape or was it, did I do something wrong? And by the time I actually went forward to talk about it and I went to report it, they literally were kind of like, oh, well, you waited too long. Sorry. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like for so like this, the, who is it, the basketball, baseball player that you're oh, talking yeah. about. So Bauer, they say Bauer, like 
I don't know. You say just because she didn't have evidence doesn't mean it didn't happen. I almost want to be right. like, like if there's solid evidence where this bitch was like texting her friend and was like, let me set him up. Watch. I think those bitches. Mm. Yeah, you should go to prison or jail for for accusing somebody of something so horrible. But I feel those situations where like there was no proof, but there's also no proof that she's lying. I would be like, damn, like to me. No, I wouldn't want her to go to jail because it could really have happened. She just couldn't physically prove it. There's over and 2,000. I'll oh, go ahead, Bubs. I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I think um, I just think like, well, I think about like the Johnny Depp thing. I think about like, you know, women who are like Amber, Amber Heard or oh, Turd or whatever you want to call her. <laughs> She's out here and, That's you know, the making That's the real yeah, <laughs> making huge accusations, you know, like Johnny Depp has lost. I mean, what was he? He lost, what, $22 million for the last Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. alone Jeez. because she made false accusations of abuse, you know, towards him, which that's like, that's fucking disgusting. Wow. It is. That's just, that's just a, that's a demonic human being. Like she's just a living demon. That's all of it. She's just, there's a demon within her. There's over 2000 yeah. women shelters in America today. There's only one shelter for men. And that was barely made two years ago. Um, oh, so How do you feel about, and it's a thing. I mean, I'm not saying I, I, I've been um, domestic violence, but like I've been fucking beat up by women. Not beat up, but I got punched in the face right. on the couch. Like, and I, I'm not, I'm not a, a guy to fight back a woman ever. Right. Um, but then the day that is domestic violence, it you is. know, and it sounds, it's weird because it sounds like, like lame saying that. I don't, I don't feel like a man saying like when my chick used to hit me. Right. And it, mm -hmm. it, it, it just feels weird. And I think a lot of guys do get hit by their chicks and they don't say nothing. Not, and it's weird because one out of seven men are domestic, um, um, do get hit by their chick. You know, one out They're, of seven. Oh, only one out of seven? I, I, and I the, the thing is, is it, it is more, but no guys are saying anything. anything. These are just stats. Right. Right. Um, because they feel like how, how, I feel like they feel like how Rocky is. Like there's this stigma when it comes to men reporting abuse or reporting being physical, physically abused. Um, and like how Rocky said, there is more women. It's one in four women that are physically abused, but still men are still equally abused. Um, and what's crazy is when I was looking it up too, females are reported, um, perpetrating slightly more psychological aggression than males, 86% to 82%. So that's like when it comes to like abuse, like non-physical, financial, emotional threat, sexual indecent exposure stalking like all that attributes to definitions of some type of abuse emotion and women emotion, take that yeah. over 86 percent and, and there's a thing bubs too indeed there's a thing where um i i know date rape is a really big thing i know deanne uh you've been date rape yeah. roofied i mean you, you i mean you call me one day we were like you go do i think i almost got date raped yeah you know um I feel like it's it could be the same way. I feel like a a guy being really really drunk, being with a girl he would he wouldn't be with being sober. I think that's considered date rape as well. But yet a guy is never going to press charges against his female for taking advantage of a man, being fucking drunk or high or something. I think that's a thing, and that's a thing that nobody will ever talk about. Like I know a lot of guys wake up go fuck fool. Like this is our thing. This this is yeah. our this is our attitude towards that. Fuck, fool! I was with that fucking chick, and we kind of laugh about like, or like, fuck, what the fuck did I do? Like, I don't even remember being with that chick. I mean, can can that be almost date rape as well? That's a really, really good question to ask because I think we would have to, I, I, we'd have to have a conversation with more men 
Uh-huh. Because I, I think if a woman was to intentionally, like let's say I, I've been after you for a long time, but you were never into me. And you have. And let's say, of course. <laughs> 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 and I intentionally was like, oh, no, we're the homies. Come on, let's go have a few drinks. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I roofied it. Like if I felt if, if I felt if a woman had went into it with the intention, okay, that like with during a date with a man, he knows when he has a roofie on him. Yeah, he knows. Okay, well I know she's not going to give it up, but here let me give it to her just to make sure I get it at the end of the night. Anything that's like intentional, get it? Or let's okay. say or let's say I don't know. I mean it's a little different because so as a man, if you're blacked out, yeah, on your de- on your bed, you can't get your cock hard. As to versus a woman who's passed out drunk, four or five guys could come in that room and all rape her. Like she, you know, get it? Like men have to have a hard cock. But you don't think a man can be passed out and still get hard because um we get hard when we're asleep and I think a girl does touch it or suck it. I don't it. know because I, I know think so. Everyone, I'm I, a man. I'm telling I don't know. you. Okay. Yeah, I feel like no. Well, I've, like, I've heard. Yeah, I've oh, heard fuck. stories of my friends being like, oh, like yeah, like oh my god, my husband was asleep and I started having sex with him while he was asleep. Yeah, that's a thing. So let's say, for instance, okay, Jasmine, your daughter, um, she goes out, she gets really fucked up. Not roofied, right. uh, she's fucked up, blacked out, fucked. Too much 1942. Right. A guy said, I'll take her home, takes her back to his house. She's pretty much passed out right. or whatever. She's fucked up, blacked out. Right. He has sex with her. Is that rape? Yes. So how come we can't say the same for men? That's that's my problem. No, here. no, no. Not yet. That's, that's my problem. Yeah. No, but, but, can, but, even, but, but even Deanne, she's kind of saying, well, we have to talk to talk about it. But when it comes to women, we don't have to talk about it. That's rape. Right. I think men, it should be the same thing. That goes back to equal rights almost. Well, I just, I guess I... I, I, think, I, I think men ain't being heard. No, like, I, as far as that. 100%. But also, too, my thing is, like, I don't know, my personal experience when I've dated a guy, just period. And, like, it's like, and he's had way too much to drink. He's passed out in bed, like... You know, he's just like, sorry, babe, it's limp. And I'm just like, okay. I just assume everyone's limp then when they're passed out. I didn't know that men can get hard if they're in a block. If they're I mean, passed out in bed we, had, drunk. we had wet dreams. We get hard when we're asleep. Like I know, but sleeping is different than when you're passed out. Like, too, you know, you're like too yeah. much 1942. Get it? I get Limp it. dick is what I'm thinking. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking... Can a can a man who's drunk even if he's okay passed out but get it hard even if he doesn't get hard but you still try and jack him off suck him up that's still rape yeah definitely you don't have to ejaculate get hard not to call it rape though correct and the thing is no guys are never gonna say that and and, and then that's a problem with, with masculinity like right. there's a problem like oh you be macho oh I did you know what I mean and it's sad that guys gotta think that way and I think that has to do like more men more men uh, uh, have suicide rates than women by far. Is it really? Yes, it is. And oh shit! And I think I think that comes with Statistic. we feel like we got we we do have to have more on our plate. Like we I I know girls have pressured. I, I hate to sound like a sexist, but girls have pressured of just like looks. Like I gotta look this certain way. Instagrams tell me I need I need this. I need this surgery. I need I need to lose weight because that's what the society tells us. You know. Right. But for men, on our thing is no like. You need to make this amount of money. You need to drive this kind of car. You need to have a, a house by this age. So as far as like, well, it's not just looks for women. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if you didn't say it, then I mean, have something to back it up, please. And I'm feeling for men. Well, yeah, it's not. I, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah. So I'm saying, like, what I'm already seeing here is, 
the the issue about men and I'm, I'm thinking now like that it it makes sense to me because men are brought up society you don't cry you don't talk about your feelings yeah. you suck it in and you just keep mm-hmm. you just act like nothing happened but that's the number one cause of every single person's problem in this world today yeah is people hold their feelings in Anything that's traumatic, yep. people don't want to talk about it. And it actually causes, that's like the number one factor of depression. People have that who have trauma mm-hmm. who are not releasing it. Exactly. And men are, women are known yep. to be like, I can cry. I can make a scene. I could scream up my feelings. They're allowed to be that. And men, unfortunately, have not been taught by their fathers or their father's fathers mm-hmm. or their father's fathers. Mijo, you want to cry? That's okay. If your feelings are mm-hmm. hurt. Well, you have a problem? Let's talk about it. No. I never seen my dad cry before. Yes, see, and, that's, and that yeah. was the wow. thing where my dad even talked to the pastor. He was all like, "Because my grandpa just passed away, and, right. and, and then my grandma passed away. My dad's parents, so my grandma just passed away, and my dad was really down on himself. He was more hurt that he didn't cry for his mom that passed away. And he's all like, "What's wrong with me? Like, I want to cry, right. and I, I never see my dad ever cry. You know, I'm more like my mom. Like, I'll cry. I, I, right. I love." titanic or something i'm gonna cry you know no book i'm gonna <laughs> and to me crying it's it's you know because you know i'm maybe i'm different i don't care what people think like yeah i think crying feels amazing on a good movie or oh, it's just, oh it does like really and i'll cry doing a good really worship seen. song like i have yeah. a good christian song yep. and i'll cry at the gym on a treadmill it's just so powerful <laughs> to me yeah. and I'm, I, I i promise you like i just and i love that feeling of crying you know, it just feels so good. But going back to the pressure of being a man, mm-hmm. um, percentage-wise, there's way more homeless men than women. And I think, um, I mean, if you ask me why, I think more men will take in a girl. Like, somebody's taking a girl Correct. than a guy. Oh, you know, especially a pretty decent girl or whatever. Like, yeah. nobody wants taking a guy. But I think, I mean, but that just goes to show you, like, I know we talk about affirmative action, equal rights, but I'm just saying it's not equal for men either. You know, how far we do have a lot of pressure. I mean, you know, we, we have a lot of shit on our plate. Like, if we don't get this shit done, we don't get this job, we could be homeless. You know, thank God, like, you know, with, with my brothers, you know, the way they grew up, you know, drugs and gangs, if they didn't have my parents to fall back on as a security blanket, my brothers would be homeless, some of them. Right. You know, because they're really mm-hmm. in the streets, but they always had a house to come home to no matter what. Right. No matter what kind of drug they're on, no matter what they did that past night, but a lot of people ain't they ain't like that. Don't they don't have that parents? But a lot right. of men, cause they didn't work. If you had, you know you had, you had they had no money, but a lot of men, you don't work, you have no money, you're gonna be homeless. Definitely. And I think that's why their percentage is higher. So we talk about affirmative action, we talk about equal rights, but it's never gonna be that way. I get it. I get the affirmative action. I get equal rights. But we can't say, oh, I want this equal rights, and then you still want chivalry. Wait, but see, chivalry has nothing to do That's with manners, equal right? rights. That's manners, right? That's manners. It's just, it's just right. being a fucking human. Like, yes, okay. If I'm your right. girlfriend, me reaching over and just hugging you, like, does that, that, that has nothing to do with feminism or math. Or, or you like, holding the door open. Yeah. Like, I, I do a, it for my girlfriend. That's amazing. But, okay, a guy, you're at a bank. Mm-hmm. Bank has a big line. You, uh, a man holds the door open for you, you walk in. Do you get that guy the place in the line before you, or you you walk in front of the line? I walk in front of the line. I, See, that's rude. That's so I rude. Think, to me, I was it, there to me first. It <laughs> like, and well, that's like, why. If I, it's like, go ahead, Bubs. If it's like Starbucks, or if it's like fast food, or something, to where it's like 
oh my gosh, like if somebody like a man will let me go in front, like if, let's say we both get there at the same time. They're like, no, go ahead. I'll pay for the, them, their drink behind me. I was like, a, I was like, oh my God, thank you for letting me go in front of you. You know what I mean? But the right thing would just do, if a man gets there before you, he's opened a door for you, the right thing and no, like, I I never had a girl do this for me, and I and I and I I always had manners. Like a girl walks on this side of the sidewalk, right. uh, that's me. But if I right. never had once where I, hold, I held the door before a girl, like even at a Waba girl, right. where she goes in front of me, and I feel like saying like, "Hey, bitch!" Like I got it before you. Did like she say thank you? Yeah, of course. But I don't okay, care. I want so my place in the line. That's common sense. <laughs> like, bitch, I was here first. Well, then don't open the fucking I, door. No, but <laughs> Just I don't want. But I, yeah, but I don't want to lose. I, I don't want to lose my manners though. Like, when we get to that front door, we're racing. But that's what I'm saying. That that goes back to the shivery and this and that. Like, okay, should should I not hold the door before this fucking chick anymore? Like, should I just be rude? Because they're being rude. Should I be rude back? But I don't want to lose who I am as being a man and having shivery and having manners in class. But girls have no first class. Of all, I love that, that you're calling it shivery. Well, I, I don't. Love that you're calling it. You know what? Your job here is not to correct me. It's to bring some fucking facts. So go it's ahead. Cute. I love it. I feel like if you're opening the door for me, that means I'm walking ahead of you. Now you're behind me. Right. So you already know now you're going to be behind me in line. You know what? I'm not holding door for fucking no bitches anymore. How's that? <laughs> Wait. I. Uh, Wobble girl. <laughs> yeah. Or the bank. Anywhere. Like, if, okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to do it three times this week. I'll do it five times. And out of those five times, we're going to see. I'll tell you how many girls did it. It's going to be zero. I promise because you. I do the same thing, too. So, like, if I'm walking in, let's say I'm walking into Wobble girl, and I see a man, like, headed over, and maybe he's, like, six, seven steps away. Like, for, if I was to close it, it's literally going to be closed as soon as he walks up. And I think that's rude. So I'll even, I'll, I'll wait, I'll leave it open. So at least he'll put his hand on it. And then I'll walk in and he'll always be like, oh, thank you. Because I'm like, I know by the time it shuts, he's already going to be there. And I hate people shut the door in my face. So I'll be like, damn, he's so close. But here, let me, let me hold it till he gets here. Like the elevator almost. Yeah. And then he'll like, he'll hold it and be like, oh my God, thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. And I'm like, 70% of Rocky Nash podcast is female. So if you are listening to this, give the guy his pace in fucking line. I'm telling you right now, do that shit. Him. Next time I'll be down Please do. And I'll be like, do you? I might. I'll make you were in front of me. Do you want to go? I'm, I'll, I will ask that. I'll extend that. I'll Wait. be like, you were. Yeah, I'll go. I'll be like, you were first. Thank you for holding the door. I'm like, you go ahead and go first. But most of the time, they're gonna is, be like, is masculine. Before we end this show, masculinity versus feminist. Is it both being buzz? Before I say the wrong fucking word, is is is, is it bigotry? <laughs> the word I'm looking for, like, is it mean a bigot or sexist? Like bigotry. both I groups. Because when, when when I think of BLM, I think of racist. Right. Because I, I feel like they don't like white people. That's that's how I look at BLM. You know, what I mean, I'm all for Black Lives Matter, of course. Yeah. But I feel like being racist isn't correcting racist. Correct. You know, like you can't hate white people. Right. That just you're, you're contradicting yourself. Correct. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Just like I say, LGBT, they, 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 they're hating straight people because we don't see eye to eye. Right. Like, I don't care what you do. That's fine what you do, who you see. I can care less. But you don't got to hate either. Right. Is feminist and masculine, because there is a group called the MRA. It's for masculine rights. And mm -hmm. um, people feel like when, you, when, when they're being just, uh, um, they're being sexist. Just like when I see feminists, I, I think of fucking sexist and, and, mm -hmm. and mean people. Is that how you see it? I, 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 I I don't think it even has to do, for me personally, my views, doesn't, it doesn't have to be feminist or masculine. Uh -huh. There's just people out there judgmental, period. Yeah. And right. do, are, are there going to be tons of feminists that hate men? Yes. And are there going to be guys in that group who probably hate women as well? Like your job is, to, because there are a lot of men that your job is to stay home, 
cook, clean, bear children, and that's it. Shut yeah. up. You don't want to be heard. We're not talking about your feelings. Yeah. So I just think in general, there's just a lot of unhealed masculines and unhealed feminists that have yet to heal their own. So feminists are women who have unhealed toxic masculinities. Okay. When they heal the masculine within themselves, they won't hate men anymore. Would you vote for a woman president? A hundred percent. Bubs, you, you said uh, openly you wouldn't vote for a woman president, right? Um, No. And not, and not that I don't think that women, and here's the thing. Your personal it's, view. It's bought on to what, yeah, it's bought on to what you said because I have unhealed female trauma. Um, I don't feel safe with a female running my country. That's I don't good. feel safe. I don't even feel safe a lot when it comes to women in general. I feel more safer when it comes to men because. And that comes from her mom, um, abandoning her. So, yeah, my mom abandoned me. My dad has always been in my, my, my whole life. He's been like yeah. my rock. So I just feel safer like that. But it's so true what you said. You hit the nail on the head. It comes from unhealed trauma. So hers would be um, sisterhood. So she probably doesn't have a lot of girlfriends either. She doesn't trust women. Mm -mm. So it's called it's unhealed um, trauma from um, the femininity. So my mom was my best friend growing up. So, you know, I I don't I only have Mm -hmm. girlfriends. Yeah. And I have like tons Mm -hmm. and hundreds of them, which it's interesting because I only trust women. But I have issues with men because I'm doing a lot of work on healing my masculine, which is Rocky's my first guy friend I've ever had in my life because I'm learning to allow men back in and just the the feeling of having a healthy balance of I do want to heal my masculinity. I did like what you wrote on Instagram. I'm going to put myself up a little bit. But she did um, write me like she 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 did thank me because she could trust me. She almost she almost could trust men again. Mm-hmm. As far as that, because when I did meet you, you didn't have any guy friends None. at all, Never. you know, and it's weird because um, I was honest with Deanne. I go, you know what? Like you made me change my opinion as far as, you know, you're in the porn industry. Yeah. I was also I had a whole image already about the porn industry. Right. And when I met you, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. she's, she's dope. She's normal. She's being. a she's a regular. <laughs> she's a regular girl. <laughs> So you did. I'm glad. I'm glad we both um opened each other's eyes yeah. for each other. So I think it's amazing. Um, episode 115. Deanne, once again, thank you for coming on. You always fucking. It's always an honor. I was so I was such an honor when you told me. Thank you so much to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was the one thing. No, you were an awesome guest. She's amazing. She has so much. She has, and guys, she has an amazing podcast. Unleash your sexiness. It's on YouTube, and it's a lot about what we talk about. As far as as far as females, it's for healing. And um, mm-hmm. talk about give yourself a little little so, pitch. Uh, Unleash your sexy is was it's all about um, sex, love, and relationships. And I have my brand new one that's out. We we test run a few. Sacred. It's called Sacred, and that's all about testimonies. It's all about um, self trauma. I'm mean, self-development stuff, which has to do with healing trauma. So it's all life coaching, self-developmental stuff. And make sure you guys follow her on Instagram. Yeah. And um, she does have um, one-on-one classes or even group classes where you go to uh, just a whole, mm-hmm. a lot of girls that have trauma or just want to find themselves. And it's just, it's yeah. more of a sisterhood she has. So exactly. if you need somebody to talk to, and you, have nobody, you know what I mean? It's just a really good group. Girls that have been through a lot of shit, a lot of mm-hmm. dark places, but... Um, they want to shine together. Yeah, we, 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 we heal the feminine trauma by the sisterhood because we're learning to trust everyone in the circle. And it's a really beautiful experience to watch people heal. Okay. Everybody, episode 115, we are out.